Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined today by my guest, Chantel Jones. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. No doubt. Thank you for coming on. It's 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 good to get a chance to talk. Now, you make game stuff, correct? I do write. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. I write for all the D&Ds, but my main focus, my love, is 1E. Mm -hmm. And I use the Osric system to write those 1E modules, like the Temple of Golden Nuts, the Temple of Zeus, the King's Castle. All my first E stuff is the Osric system. I am an Osric fan. I think I have multiple copies. It's one. It's one of the 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 editions or clones that I picked up a bunch of extras for my table to pass out <laughs> to my players, so that we always nice. have my hand. And I got that nice uh, that nice Smithson bound version hardback as of it as well up there with my one E first edition AD and D uh, books. So I'm Please. a fan of it. I'm a fan of it. <laughs> nice. I'm going to call a timeout really fast. Okay. I know, I know we only have 15 minutes mm -hmm. and I love that format. However, I need to stop and say, I'm really sorry. I totally jumped the gun when you did the Steve Jackson, uh, when you read the statement. Oh yeah. Like I just saw, Hey, Steve Jackson's <laughs> on the show. And, talking about women's rights and I was still really mad about the whole road versus way being overturned. Yeah. And I really hate that we live in a society where nothing is going to get fixed until more white guys talk. Like we need more white guys to speak out. However, we shouldn't. When a woman says something, we should listen. Mm -hmm. And so like, I just saw Steve Jackson and I was like, great. Look, I love the show. I love what you're doing. However, let's get a woman's voice. Excellent. But that's that's not what that's not what it was. I jumped the gun and I apologize for that. <laughs> oh, you're, you, it's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure what you're apologizing for. <laughs> I, I got on the Facebook and was like, why can't? Oh, yes. Totally cool show like Wobblies and Wizards get a woman. I mm -hmm. uh, came here to come talk about this stuff. And like, I just, ugh, I was super mad and I'm still, you can tell people are dumb and it's frustrating and you guys do good. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, um, yeah. It, the Steve Jackson thing. I think that I was excited to see when he had posted that. I thought that was what we need to see more of. Uh, that, that's why we are, we did the one episode where we just kind of it was uh, the one that me and Marsha just kind of read through it and talked about the the what what the statement was there. And then Steve talked about it briefly on the episode when he was on. And uh, yeah, the, the Roe v. Wade thing, I think that I was. I was impressed with the statement they did because it took it a little bit further and they kind 100%. of they kind of said, you know, it's not just that we're going to fly you out somewhere for an abortion. And, and they kind of acknowledge that there's that extra layer of that power that the company has <laughs> involved with its employees. Like if you're going to be able to get access to that healthcare and stuff, the company yeah. usually has the power there that you're working for. And they, they kind of acknowledge that there is that indifference and say, look, whatever the issue is come to us. And I thought that was, better to take than a lot of companies so i was a fan of it 
Uh, anyhow. <laughs> now that I've thrown a wrench in everything. Anyhow, that was not where I was expecting to go, Tony. So I, I'm quite I'm curious about you as a woman. Then what what uh what do you think of the statement that was made and everything that's been happening, especially in regards to like our gaming communities and stuff like that? I think it was a hundred percent spot on. And I think after after you did the initial reading, you and Lightfoot were on and talked more about how it's like Steve addresses the fact that it's a delicate situation. Let's say Steve Jackson, if you were an employee and went to them and said, Hey, I'm having this issue. They now know that you're having that issue. Yeah. And it's going to be the same with every company. And there are going to be some companies that even though that information should be confidential and they'll keep it confidential, but I promise you, at some point down that road, you won't be an employee for that company mm-hmm. because someone somewhere has beliefs that your actions are going against. And I don't know what it's like in other states, but I know what it's like in Utah. And if you left for a week or two weeks to go have a procedure done, you might have your job when you come back because they can't fire you, but it won't be long before you don't have a job because you went and had a procedure done. Yeah. So it's like you guys address it, that Steve acknowledges that, hey, this is really delicate and we're going to take care of you. But people in the world need to understand that not every company is going to take care of you. No. Yeah. If that is what they are portraying out front. Yeah. Well, I, I I'll put this out there just just in general that I think most folks should be organizing in their workplaces so that they can uh, try to gain some kind of what's the word I'm looking for power within the situation because it's not like like in regards to our government we have a constitution there's a few rights involved there right. when it comes to a workplace you have no say it's a very uneven power difference and then. The only time you have anything like a constitutional rights is if you end up getting that contract with your employer, which is not yeah. very common in this day and age and fighting for some of those rights. So like, you know, that you they can't just get rid of you and can you, you have some protection. I'd say that if anybody's interested in that, go to IWW.org and check out the IWW learn about the Wobblies and what can be done in your workplace to keep you safe and uh, to, to build up something there. Cause right now, they're not doing it for us. <laughs> right, right. It's uh, unions are a very interesting thing, and and this is where I'm going with this. I I used to spend a lot of time on Twitter, and there was a person that about every six months would come up and be like, "We need, we need a union in in the RPG industry," and and Pazio has finally done that. Good job for them. But like my argument with them was, is like each, like it's really hard because we're all freelancers. And some of yeah. us aren't even, some of us aren't even freelancing for Wizards of the Coast or Pazio mm-hmm. or Goodman Games or Troll Lord Games or Frog Gods. Some of us are doing our own thing. And my issue is getting eyeballs on my product. Mm-hmm. And a union isn't going to help me with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hear you. And, and yes, we need something. However, we, we need to think about what we're working on here because a union might benefit you 
but it's still not going to do anything for me mm-hmm. because we're two totally different. We're just in different places right now. No doubt. I mean, yeah, the union is something when you're negotiating with that person, that employer that has that power over you in general. So like that yeah. would be applicable when it comes to like some of the companies out there like Paizo and whatnot. I don't think that organizing is a terrible idea within folks who aren't within those companies either, because like one of the things we attempt to do here is try to bring, like you noticed, you mentioned that a lot of folks don't have um, that are trying to create for themselves. They don't have those big budgets for marketing. They don't have those big voices like Paizo or Wizards of the Coast has, where it's on your, literally on your TV on the, on the big blockbuster hits, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so most creators don't, I feel, especially some of the better creators out there don't have that big microphone. And that's one of the things that I've tried to do at Wobblies and Wizards is try to shed light on some of these. It's like, hey, look all... You know, there's some people doing some great stuff out there in the and industry. We appreciate it. <laughs> so that's one of the attempts to do here at this little show. So <laughs> there's, I've definitely discovered, a, I've definitely discovered a lot of uh, great creative folks and their projects here doing this podcast. Um, talking to a lot of folks and the folks that have turned me on to other folks. And uh, I've discovered them because of this myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would not have been aware of a lot of the creators I've interacted with were it not for doing this. So, well, I've learned a lot from the podcast. Like I, I know Osric, of course. We just talked about that, and I know I'm a big fan of. I that. know the old school essentials and for Golden Glory and Blue Homes. Like I know, I know the like the tools that people use, but I had no idea about Planar Compass. That sounds freaking amazing. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the planar compass stuff. And it like, is cool. <laughs> the, the zines. I mean, I knew I knew about phylactery at Planet X because that guy's all over Facebook <laughs> and on my show. But but all the other zines, there are so many zines that that you do on uh, Zine Review Thursday that I'm like, why do I not know about this? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard. There's so many things popping out. There's constantly something that I'm being exposed to and going, oh, wow, I never heard of this. Well, what is this? Right? There's a lot. There's a lot of great stuff people are putting out. I, I'm a fan of the zine scene, especially because it's it's something that's a little easier to achieve uh, without a, having a full production team behind you. Why not? Yeah, no, I've I've thought about that, like how much less work I would have to do if. I would cut my books down from 32 to 24 pages. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just a matter of layout. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I don't I don't have much layout. There's you type it, you put it in columns and and you call it good. <laughs> that's that's about my layout. And so th- would you like to tell us about some of the some of the adventures that you have that are available out there? Oh, yes. I <laughs> I, I know that you're a, an old school guy, but I'm so excited about the project that I just released to my Patreon. It's called Dancing in September. And yes, it is exactly what you what you heard. It is an adventure that was inspired by Earth, Wind, and Fire's September. <laughs> it, it, it is a 5e adventure, but you get to fight an Earth Elemental, a Wind Elemental, and a Fire Elemental. And it's coming out. It will be on drive-through on November twenty-first. Imagine that. 
<laughs> on November 21st. Well, like I said earlier, I, I, my home, my love is Wani. So mm -hmm. I have a line of products that I'm working on getting finished put out. I have three right now. The King's Castle is the first adventure in the set. You go into an event like it's it was overrun by bad guys, and now it's been a really long time. So there's still some bad guys. Now, now that's the which is that that's the King's Castle that you have that's available on drive through, correct? Yes, I also have PDFs on Lulu. I can send you a link mm -hmm. after we're done here. Okay. I have all my PDFs on drive through, and all my print on demands go through Lulu. Okay, okay, so. One thing I love about the King's Castle is that there's a farm. A druid and his wife have a little farm, mm -hmm. and and they have a copper dragon. His name is Brass. <laughs> <laughs> a copper dragon named Brass. Yes, I appreciate I love it. it. <laughs> I, I I mess with a lot of a lot of brass and copper in the daytime. Scrap them, believe it or not. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> Just something I'm not too unfamiliar with. But yeah. The the latest adventure in in the Final Dream set is uh, the Temple of Golden Golden Nuts. The bad guy, the main the main guy, is inspired by the Cat Lord from mm -hmm. monster manual too yes yes and uh i've i've kind of taken my own liberties on rewriting the uh legends of king arthur and the knights of the round table <laughs> so uh, i'm curious to know about the rewriting there what, what, what did you do to change it up <laughs> well i mean i just made them cats <laughs> <laughs> i've also uh the artifact powers of excalibur are very much different than, than the legend to the point that the the scallop doesn't even doesn't even heal you. All the power in the sword. Now you have you have the. I'm just gonna go over this. There is the. Is it called the dream? The dream bundle. The the final yes, the dream. Final dream bundle. Yes, the five the final dream bundle that's available there. But you have a, quite a few other different um, adventures and whatnot as well. Yes. Is that correct? It is. So the final dream bundle is going to be all of the adventures in the final dream. Mm -hmm. And right now it only has the three that I've done. Mm -hmm. Hopefully by the end of next month, I'll have the temple of set done mm -hmm. and it will be added to the bundle. But I also have on drive through, I have the house of Lily and trigger treat, which are both one level one adventures for castles and crusades. Okay. And trigger treat right now is actually on sale until November 1st for the spooky season. Excellent. <laughs> Escape from Cyclops Island is a 3.3 slash 3.5 adventure. And then mm -hmm. Castle Roan. Oh, man. Castle Roan was the first dungeon I went through in D&D. That you went through? That I went through. So I, I'm I'm curious to know how you went from you being the first, the first adventure you're going through to. But <laughs> when I was on my church mission... My best friend that ran this adventure for me passed away. Ah, I see. And I was kind of bummed because everybody knew, like, this is my thing. D&D is, like, my passion. It's my life. It's yeah. tell people that, that real life is my hobby. Like, going to work, <laughs> that's my hobby. But, but Dungeons & Dragons is my passion. It's yeah. who I am. So I didn't get his stuff. My uncle told me give me give me a price and and we'll see if we can't sell it to you i'm like i'm not 
I have a family. I'm not, I'm not going to get $2,000, whatever. Yeah. But uh, after my uncle passed away, my aunt's like, this is your stuff. If you want it, come get it. So I went and got it and I opened up his copy, like my buddy's copy of the red box, the original red box. And sitting on top are the maps for this dungeon that, that he made that the first dungeon that I ran through, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to rewrite these. I'm going to make them look better because they're old <laughs> <laughs> from 1974. <laughs> and I'm going to publish it as like a homage to my buddy. Excellent. That, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I appreciate that. That's, that's yeah. great that you were able to find those, that original so dungeon. That's how I was able to publish the first adventure I went through. <laughs> that is that is pretty cool. That's that's a neat that's a that's a that's a neat story. That's pretty good. Could you tell the listeners where they they can find you online? Uh, might me tell them a little bit about your podcast as well, and where they can pick your Patreon and stuff, and where they can check you out. Yeah, so on Patreon, it's patreon.com backslash the swamp. Uh, I'm on drive through. Just search Chantel Jones, and I work. In, in the process, I, I own a podcast called The Kevin Long Show. It's a D&D show where some nerd talks about D&D, like all the editions and a few episodes of how Wizards of the Coast isn't the hero we need, but probably the one we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's, there's some interviews with Castle Entertainment or Planet X and Levi and us just talking <laughs> about beholders and top hats and really <laughs> but music <laughs> excellent excellent well thank you very much for coming on it's been a great chat it's been very interesting yeah it's been a lot of fun if you enjoy what you've heard here today please give us a positive review wherever you're listening you can find us on facebook search wobblies and wizards wobblies and is our blog i'm on twitter at logar hail crom we're on patreon we can use support patreon.com backslash wobblies and wizards and as always keep those dice rolling